Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. On today, we are continuing with Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. In chapter 6, we are looking at Jesus' advice on how to pray. So let's go to chapter 6, verses 5 through 13. Again, Jesus is not making friends with what he's saying. We talked yesterday about how to give God's way, and today we're talking about how to pray God's way. And when Jesus was talking yesterday about the giving, he started out straight out the gate. He's talking about don't do things the way the, the religious leaders do them. So he's continuing with that theme of not doing things the way the religious leaders do them. Let's look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 13, which also will include what we refer to as the Lord's Prayer. But I'm reading from the Good News Bible, so it's not going to be in quite the wording that we're all used to. But I think it's helpful sometimes to read things in different versions to make us really focus on what the words mean instead of just saying them the way we know they go. So let's jump in. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. They love to stand up and pray in the houses of worship and on the street corners so that everyone will see them. I assure you, they've already been paid in full. But when you pray, Go to your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen, and your father who sees what you do in private will reward you. When you pray, do not use a lot of meaningless words, as the pagans do, who think that their gods will hear them because their prayers are long. Do not be like them. Your father already knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, may your holy name be honored. May your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we forgive the wrongs that others have done to us. Do not bring us to hard testing, but keep us safe from the evil one. So as we review what Jesus is saying and teaching in these verses, there are so many things that pop out that I feel like God wants us to pay attention to today. First of all, when he says the people that are praying just to be seen and heard have already been paid in full, it's referring back to his previous statement and the verses that we covered on yesterday about how God rewards us, but if we're getting our reward from human beings and our accolades from human beings, then we're not getting our reward in heaven. It's when we're not getting, it's not, that doesn't mean, let me back that up. That doesn't mean... (laughs) When you get recognized for something you're doing here that God's not recognizing you. It means when you're doing something to seek the reward here that you're not getting a reward there. Let me clarify that. Um, So when you're just praying for someone to be like, oh, that was the best prayer. Or where you're just going on and on and using big words because you think it's going to impress someone. Then you're not praying for the right reason. You're supposed to be talking to God. You're not supposed to be worrying about what what other people think about what you're saying. And so I love that when Jesus says, but when you pray, go to your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen because he's very clearly saying, this is not about what you can see. It's not about being seen. And he says, and your father who sees what you do in private will reward you. But he also continues and talks about not using a lot of meaningless words. Prayers don't have to be long. There are people that get up and they pray and they pray and they pray and they pray. And and there's so much power in that prayer. And that's one thing. But then there are people who get up and they ramble and they ramble and they ramble and they ramble. And it's like, it's like you feel like you're being held hostage by how long their prayer is. And so I want us to be mindful as we live our holiest hot mess lives that we need to think about 
what is it that God desires for us to be speaking when we're speaking to him? Are we speaking to him about the things he has laid upon our hearts? Or are we thinking about things that we're, are we saying things because we want to impress someone? I think the most powerful prayers that we can pray are often when we are alone and we're praying from our heart and no one can hear us because there's no temptation to try to impress someone. We don't need to impress anyone when we're talking to God. So let's pause and reflect, and then when we come back, we'll tackle what's known as the Lord's Prayer. How do you feel about praying in public? And how do you notice your prayers in public might be different than the prayers you pray in private? And we'll be right back. As we pause and reflect on praying in private versus praying um, in public or out loud, I started thinking about how many years ago, long before I was called into ministry, I remember we would have prayer service and I would be so shy to lift up a scripture or to lift up a song or to make a prayer request. I didn't want to ever speak, which is probably comical to anyone who knows me who's listening to this podcast. But I look back at that time and I think about how God kept pushing me and prompting me to say things and he grew me exponentially during a period of fasting and prayer and he emboldened me to open up my mouth and say what I felt like he was telling me to say which was super intimidating and scary Um, but as I grew in my capacity to do that he would reward me he would reward me with answers to prayers that I didn't think um, I didn't think I would get the revelation that he was giving me and it was amazing because sometimes people would come up to me and they would say like oh I really needed to hear that testimony or I really needed to um to hear that struggle or I really needed to uh, or I'm really grateful for that prayer and it was always embarrassing to me it's still kind of embarrassing to me I've learned to um, be able to say thank you and still be humble and still give God the glory and not be embarrassed anymore. Um, but it's it's such a blessing to be used by God. And if you are someone who um, who desires to be used by God, that I can't possibly tell you enough how important it is for you to pray. Prayer is the key that is constantly growing our ability to hear from God, to recognize what God desires for us to do, and to encourage others and to be a blessing for others. There are so many times where people say, say, oh, I didn't know what to do, so all I could do is pray. And I'm thinking that's completely the wrong attitude. The first, the first inclination we should have is to pray. But we're so hardwired that doing is physical. But doing isn't always a physical action. It's not always reaching out and calling someone. It's not always bringing something somewhere. Prayer is so powerful. Prayer moves God's heart and prayer changes things. And so we have to be mindful to not underestimate the power of prayer. And it doesn't have to be big fancy words. Some of the most powerful prayers I've ever heard were just common sentences streamed together by someone who just was pouring out their heart to God on behalf of someone they cared about. And so when we look at the Lord's Prayer, what we call the Lord's Prayer, 
When Jesus gives this model of praying, of recognizing who God is, of recognizing how holy he is, of recognizing the honor he deserves, of recognizing what heaven is like and that we need heaven here on earth the way, we need God's kingdom here on earth the way it is in heaven. When we recognize that Jesus is is advising us to pray for today's needs, today's food. We're not praying for everything for the next year and a half. We're praying daily because that also brings us back to God every day. When we recognize that it's important to seek forgiveness for the things that we've done wrong and it's also important for us to forgive the things that have been done wrong against us. And last but certainly not least, as we go through what we refer to as the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus is saying, do not bring us to hard testing, but keep us from the evil one, so many people get hung up on that and confused by that. And so I want to encourage us, God doesn't tempt us. He doesn't torture us. He doesn't put hard things in front of us to try to make us stumble. But God does allow hard things to happen so that we can grow in our character. And he does keep us safe from the evil one. He does put a hedge of protection around us. And so we need to be mindful that as we live our holiest, hotness lives, as we pray, we are not always praying for God to do things for us, but we are praying for God to change us so that we might be more aware of the things he desires for us to do for others. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us always, Lord God. And the more we pray, the more we are familiar with your presence, Lord. The more we're familiar with the sound of your voice, Lord God, with the way that you speak to us directly, Lord God, from a knowing that might be inside of us, Lord God, or through other sources, Lord God. But Lord, help us to pray your way. Help us to be pleasing in your sight. Help us to be a blessing to others. And as we live our holiest, hotness lives, Lord God, help us to not get puffed up or proud. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless. Thank you.